Disney Days, a podcast for all things Disney. Today's episode, Todd and I are going to talk about the first part of our Tokyo trip. We'll talk about airports, transportation, Ginza, some Pokemon, and mostly we'll talk about the part of our trip where we will be in Osaka. So check it out. Okay, so first, my family will fly from Dallas to LAX, and that will be a three-hour and 32-minute flight. Um, then we will probably go during the day, maybe get a hotel room so we can kind of shower and rest and maybe have California family come and visit us. Um, and then our flight leaves from LAX to Haneda at 12.55 a.m. And we will land at 4.45 a.m. on January 28th. That is an 11 hour and 50 minute flight with two children. And then we have to stay up all freaking day because Todd's making us. And then, um, so what we were kind of thinking before is where should we fly into, Haneda or Narita? So when I looked at the prices for Haneda and Narita, you save about $100 flying into Narita. So it was $6.99 from LAX to Narita or $7.95 from LAX to Haneda. So why did we choose Haneda? Um, we chose that because Narita is one and a half hours from central Tokyo after a 12-hour flight, 15 in my case. We will not want to deal with more transportation getting from Narita to central Tokyo, which we will all be exhausted and annoyed and have zero desire to even figure that out. Then we will go through customs. When I've read online, it says it's fairly easy 30 to 45 minutes, maybe. And then, so we've landed. Now, what do we do, Todd? So are we going to be jet lagged? Are we going to be hungry? Who's going to have to go pee first? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. My children. So, yeah, me too, I'm sure. So we're going to have to decide what we want to do. Well, we're probably going to have to get our JR pass certificate in to get our card so we can do that. Because how else are we going to get on the Tokyo monorail without paying for it? On the monorail. Yay! It's like Disneyland. We're going on a monorail. First monorail ride of the trip. And are we going to have to go get our SIM card or our Wi-Fi? Somebody needs to decide what we're going to have to do about that also. So we have lots of decisions to make. And who's going to be the first one to run off to a store? Todd. No. (laughs) Todd. No. I will behave. The first thing I'm going to run off to is the gotcha gotcha machines and stick my money in. So I'm going to come prepared already with some coins so I can do that first thing. Explain what a gotcha gotcha machine is. It's the little machine like they have in the grocery stores that you put your coins in, you turn it, and the plastic bubble pops out and you got the fun little toy. But in Japan, like everything else, they have to take it to the extreme. So (laughs) these aren't quarter, 75 cents. These things are three or four dollars a piece. So we'll see what happens. I better bring lots of coins too. Yes, everybody needs to have lots of coins because you know we're going to be stopping every time we see one. And I don't know. I just think we're going to be just entranced by it all. Hopefully the airport's not too crazy so we can at least get out of there because we're going to have to get to Tokyo Station. And how are we going to do that? It's going to be by the monorail. So how long do you think this monorail trip is going to take us, Valerie? Actually, I have no clue. Maybe 30 minutes? 30 minutes. That's supposed to be about 31 minutes, but we all know that's not going to happen because what's (laughs) going to happen? You are going to have this so figured out that it's only going to take 30 minutes. 
Well, I'm going to try, but I think we're going to get lost. So we just need to start following the signs. So it's going to be a short trip. We're going to have to get on one, the monorail. It's going to drop us off at Hamada Tusho Station. It's H-A-M-A-T-S-U-C-H-O. So that's where we're going to transfer to our first train. It's a JR train that's going to take us right into Tokyo Station. And that train station is right across the street from the monorail station. So the monorail is supposed to take about 20 minutes, I believe it said. And then the other train is about 5 or 10 minutes. So that puts us a little around a half hour. But we all know that's not going to happen. And then once we're in Tokyo Station, it's just a short little walk to our hotel. But we're do you staying really think- at the Hotel Monterey Ginza. Yes, it's supposed to be a great location. But how long are we going to be in Tokyo Station? What do you think is going to happen there? We'll probably be there a while. Yeah, because I think we're going to have to stop and look at everything. You got two kids. I'm sure they're going to want to touch it all. Well, and Parker, literally a couple of days ago, finally ate Top Ramen for the first time. Like she would not eat it. But of course, she went to a friend's house. So she had some and decided she loves it. And so I was like, they have like a whole area for ramen. (laughs) Yes, they do. There's a ramen street in Tokyo Station where you put your money in a little machine and take it to the restaurant and get what you ordered. So, yeah, we might be stuck there a while. Because not only is there a ramen street, there's Gotcha Gotcha Street in the station. There is also Snack Town or whatever they call it. I can't recall at the moment. Snack Street? Snack Street, and there is also the Toy Street. What's the Toy Street called? Because I have that for another day. I can't remember what it's called, but there's a whole area and the whole place that's nothing but toys. Every toy store, every Japanese character you can imagine. Yeah, but what sucks is starting there because we cannot buy a bunch of crap because we're going to have to carry it around for two weeks. Well, I think that's not going to happen. We're going to be carrying around a lot of crap. Oh, it's Character Street. That's what it's called. Sorry. Mm. But we could be in this train station for a while, but I think we should try to get our way out of there and as best as we can. But we all know we're going to get stuck somewhere. And then there's all the places to sell the bento boxes and all the food. But let's just do our best to get out of there. Because once we reach the hotel, then where are we off to? That's Pokemon Day. Yeah. So we got to catch them all. (laughs) Got to catch them all. Well, first, we're going to stop at a 7-Eleven because guess where that is from the hotel? It's literally around the corner. And explain why we're stopping at 7-Eleven. Because ever since Ryan showed me this stupid link to some article online about all the Japanese convenience stores, it's something I've kind of been obsessed with. Kind of so is Ryan. And it's just something we have to do. Because these stores just look insane. I mean, it's not like going to a 7-Eleven here in America. It's a totally different experience. They have all this weird food and all the drinks And it's where I plan on eating breakfast every day anyways. All the hotels have convenience stores in them. All the train stations, they're all over the place. So you got three. You got 7-Eleven, Lawson, and Family Mart. So there's a 7-Eleven. It's like literally like 200 feet away. It's really close, like right around the corner. So this hotel is in a really good location because there's also a Lawson like right around the corner also. So we got the best of both worlds so far. Well, and we're hoping that this hotel is good, right? Like we won't know, obviously, until we stay there. But um, when I figured out my pricing after calculating it from yen to American dollars, um, it looks like my family with two rooms, um, non-smoking semi-double rooms, it's 182.82 for all of it, the taxes, fees, both rooms included. So that's 
90 bucks a piece. So um, that, you know, that's amazing. So hopefully yeah, it's a good cheap. room. Yeah, ours was 177 for three people and we're all in one room. And you know, like location is awesome. So why is it so cheap? But <laughs> we're going to find out with that location, you couldn't have a better location in Ginza from what I'm looking at. And then, so lunchtime, we're going to go to the Pokemon Center DX. And we're going to have lunch at the Pokemon Cafe. So who's excited for that? Cyrus is very excited. I showed him the stuff you sent me um, on text. And he's excited. I mean, he thought the food was super cool. But, it, you know, like a rice patty shaped like Pikachu wasn't really like exciting for him. But obviously all of the sweet treats were the Pikachu cupcake and all of the random weird drinks they had and all of that stuff. So and then the thing where you can go and get all of the details about every single Pokemon. It was like a big computer. Yeah, it was like a big computer wall. That yeah. Was exciting. Yeah. I mean, he'll love that because he knows a lot of details about the characters. Um, so that looked fun. Well, this is also the biggest Pokemon Center in Tokyo. And I'm pretty sure it's also in Japan. It's called Pokemon Center DX. And it's got a giant store. And inside the restaurant, there's a Chef Pikachu that comes around and dances through the restaurant. Oh, I did not see that. <laughs> Yes, you need to watch a video. He comes like waddling on in, looks awesome. He's dressed like a chef. And also at the restaurant, they have toys with his outfit. Well, I saw that. I saw the toys. One thing about the toys that looked cool are the stuffies, as we call them, stuffies. They have Pikachu in traditional Japanese clothing because they wanted yes. to kind of keep it like some tradition because it's right in the middle of Tokyo, I guess. Um, yes. So that looks fun. That'd be unique. Like you'd Bring that back home and nobody's going to have that. No, they won't. So the store has exclusive merchandise and so does the restaurant. And I just think it's going to be fun and crazy because we're just going to get bombarded by all this stuff. Like this store just is nothing but walls of plushes and toys. And I don't know what's going to happen. The store looks giant. Yeah, the store looks huge. Well, it is the biggest one in Tokyo. And also, did you know it's located inside of a department store? Oh, really? Oh, yes, it's on the that. fifth floor of a department store, the Takashimaya department store. And also, this is also home to the first Pokemon Center back in 1997 when it opened. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think Stephanie's going to have to be buying something in that location. Well, hopefully they have maybe like a mini Pikachu or something for her. That'll be her first purchase in Japan. So after the Pokemon Center, I thought, well, we're in Ginza, so we might as well see Ginza because we have all day. Because by this time, I'm figuring we're landing at 445. We'll get to the hotel. Let's just say by 10 after we do everything and manage to get out of there. All reality, it's going to take us forever. And we have to make reservations for our Pokemon Cafe, which stressed me out when I actually clicked on the link and saw that any date that's open as of right now, and it only went out maybe 30 days, it looked like, and all of them are booked up, like sold out. Like you can't go at all right now. So that's really stressful to me, like knowing which day to log in and get a reservation and make sure that we get one. I'm not stressed out about that, and I don't know why, because I know if we don't get it one that day, we can do it another day and just switch plans around. I mean, we're going to get there. And did you also know there is a Pokemon Cafe in Osaka now? Oh, but it's not the biggest one. and Not the biggest one, but there's still (laughs) one in Osaka and probably the same menu. Yeah, I guess just in case. Yes, yeah, I have backup plans. So I thought after the Pokemon Cafe, we're going to need to walk. 
And we're like half a mile away from the hotel, but we're still in the heart of Ginza. So we're going to walk. We're going to walk. And we're going to do some more walking because we're going to go to this place called Itoya, which is right by our hotel also. It is one of the oldest stationery stores in Tokyo. It opened back in 1984. Our first stop, there's two locations. There's G.I.Toya and K.I.Toya. And how many floors do you think Itoya is, Valerie? Three. The first location, G.I. Toy, is 13 floors. Of stationery? Of stationery. The location across the street is seven stores. This all seems totally unbelievable, and this might take a while. So when I go in there, y'all don't have to go in there with me, because I might be torture. I don't know. Parker might like it. Parker will like it. Don't go crazy. Cyrus will be like, like, I'm done. Just think about it. It's like a giant Michaels. Just think of it like that, because there's some craft floors, and there's some other stuff in there. But you know it's on the same block as those two Itoya stores? There's a Kit Kat store. Now that's up my alley. The Kit Kat Chocolatory. I don't know if this is the one where you can make your own Kit Kat, but this one also has a, the restaurant in it. So you guys can have a little chocolate dessert or whatever while I go do my thing. I'm down for that. Chocolate anything. So there's all those varieties of Kit Kat we can do. But I don't think we should buy a lot in there because you know where we're going to get all the Kit Kats for cheap is at Don Quixote. Explain uh, Don Quixote. I don't even know what the hell that is. It's just like this discount store in Japan uh, chain. The one in Osaka has a Ferris wheel on the roof. I just don't know what it is. It's just floors and floors of madness. I kind of think it's like walking into Ayasu, but it just looks like it exploded and very messy. That store, because we just got one in uh, right like two minutes away, and it's so overwhelming in there. I can't, I don't even understand what's happening in there. <laughs> yeah, that's what Donkey's going to be. And they also have their own theme song if you haven't heard it yet. And there's a video <laughs> to go along with it. That's how crazy this store is. So we figure after the Kit Kat store, well, we're going to be near a Lawson, so we might as well go in and see it, shouldn't we? Probably. Maybe everybody's going to want a snack, something to drink, some fried chicken nuggets. I don't know. <laughs> Japanese dessert, perhaps? Again. Again. So the first day, where are we going to be doing all day? Because from what I can see, it just like we're going to be eating all day. Desserts all day. I ain't get against that, though, at all. And then I figure, well, we're in Ginza. We might as well see Ginza. So what else is in Ginza? There's a two There's two big crossing things. There's one in Ginza where it's all lit up and then one in Shibuya. But it's not dark yet, so we don't want to see that till it's lit up. So I think we should walk over to San Real World in Ginza. Mm. A short little walk. It's two stories. It's also the biggest Hello Kitty store in Japan. Now that Parker will love. And we can't go to Japan and not go to Hello Kitty store. So yeah, not go to no. the Hello Kitty park. This will make yeah. up for it. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I'm sure that's just going to be overloaded also with just crap all over. <laughs> I've seen pictures. It's going to be overloaded with everything this first day. And we can't be tired. There, No, we just have to keep trudging on. We there's can't a lot be tired, like as if like, I'm just not going to be tired. I'm just no. going to not be tired. Like, okay, kids, just don't be tired. Lots of caffeine. That's what it is. My kids can't have caffeine. Yeah, they can. They're old enough. Uh, No, I'm not stunting <sighs> their growth. Come on. <laughs> they'll have enough sugar, although I guess that means they'll have highs and lows all day. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Who's going to be the first one to cry? That's what I want to know. Who's going to break down? Woo, could be me. I don't do well without sleep. I'm serious. Ask Al. Like, I have to have my sleep every single night. But I, you know what? I will probably sleep on the plane. Yeah, so you got to sleep on the plane. I don't know. Poor Al. He probably won't. Really? 
Yeah, he he he's he has to sleep in his bed with his mattress and his blankie and his pillow and he oh. yeah, poor baby. Oh. Oh, he's going to have a, a shock to his system. You would think he? that, like, by now, because he travels so much for work, like, he lives half the year in a hotel room. You would think by now he'd be so used to it, but he hates not being in his bed. Like, he Serious? does not get good sleep. Yeah. So he's definitely going to ha- have the hardest time. The whole trip, he's going to have a hard time because he's going to be in all these random hotel rooms. Like, when we vacation, we go, we stay in one place, we don't move, we that's our vacation. So transferring hotel rooms and getting used to a new one all the time is going to be a little rough for him. I think it's going to be rough for everybody, but I think that's going to be part of the fun because you just don't know what to expect. <laughs> I feel like my kids will be okay moving around. I mean, they they are not going to be okay moving luggage around and having to pull luggage, that's for sure. But they'll be okay. They, once they get tired, they, they'll pass out. Well, see, that's what the thing with the moving the luggage every other day or whatever we're going to do. I'm not that worried about that because we can all help each other and we're just going to have to deal with it. And that's going to be part of the fun. <laughs> fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. Just so we don't go know to the Sanrio store. Is it dark and yet? Then, I don't know if it's dark yet. Depends on how fast we're moving along. But if it's not dark yet, we can still go see some more Ginza because there's lots of stuff to see and do there. And once it gets dark, or before it gets dark, it's going to be dinner time. So I think we should go to a Depochka, which is a department store, because every department store has what in the basement? Food court? Giant, restaurants? Giant food hall. And there's two that we have to go see, Matsua and Michikoshi. Michikoshi is closest to the Ginza Crossing, so when we walk out and it's all dark, we're going to see it all lit up. So when you say food hall, like like... Is it like here where I can get whatever kind of food I want? I'm not sure what's going to be there, but everybody says and everything that I've read, those are going to be the easiest places for us to go eat normal food. Okay. So it it's not like out. there's going to be a Sabaro and a Chick-fil-A and a... <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I'm not worried about eating. I'm totally fine. I was freaked out before. Now I'm just like, whatever. We're going to have lots of choices in these food halls. So we're just going to do what we can do. Okay. And everybody I mean, can pick their own. You get hungry enough, you'll eat whatever, right? I mean, Google these two <laughs> places and look at the pictures. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, there's going to be food for whatever we want. I'm not even worried. And then by the time we leave Michikoshi, we're going to walk outside and we should see everything all lit up. Okay. So, like, the whole city will be lit up. It's kind of like Times Square ish. Yeah. It's like everything just turns on all of a sudden and you just see it all. And then we're just going to know what the hell's going on. And then. Is that where the big crossing thing is? That, that you is one about? of the big crossings is right in front of the store. Gotcha. So we're going to have to do that. Just say we did it. And then if everybody's tired, then we can all go to bed. Finally. Because <laughs> it's going to be late. Very late. So well, we'll get a be- normal night's sleep at that point. Yes. We'll all be completely jet lagged and exhausted. But then now we're going to go to bed and we're going to be back on a normal schedule. Back on a normal schedule. Because on the 29th, what's happening? nothing much i guess we can get up and hang out and or i i don't know i have a feeling you're gonna make us wake up when the sun rises and then we will get on a bullet train it'll be our first bullet train trip of the trip a long one too well yeah it's about two and a half hours but you guys all have to decide so 
because we're going to Osaka and we're going to Osaka for three days and going to Osaka for three days was Bobby's idea. It was not mine. Cause I was like, okay, let's just go to Osaka, get a day and a half ticket to universal and come right back to Tokyo. But Bobby said, no, we need to spend an extra day there and see Osaka. So we're also going to spend half a day in Kyoto, but what time we get up and go to Osaka is going to be your guys's decision. Everybody needs to get together in June and agree on a time because we have to reserve seats. Oh, that's right. We have to reserve seats. Yes. Okay. Because that train trip is going to be out two and a half hours, a little longer, but no one us, probably five or six hours. <laughs> so let's get real. So the oh, earlier we leave. thinking. <laughs> no, I know. But the earlier we get up and get to Osaka, the more time we'll have in Osaka. Or, as Valerie pointed out, a day and a half ticket to Universal is like 120. Mm-hmm. You can go in at three o'clock till closing the whole next day, or for about hundred and forty dollars, which is twenty dollars more, you can do two whole days in Osaka at Universal in Osaka. And I so kind that- of I go back and forth, like, eh, you know, like, do we need to? Because again, we're not big Universal fans, except for like for me, Mario um, is when I want to go for. But then part of me is like, why not? Because it's not that much more, and we can just take our time, right? Like, we don't. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Like, like if we go one day and we feel overwhelmed and we didn't get to do much, we'll know that we have a whole nother day to try it all again. So I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like it's that big. If it was like a hundred dollars more or something, I'd say, yeah, that's not worth it. But and it's also Halloween Horror Nights while we're there, and it's not a separate ticketed event. So hopefully, all that stuff is going to draw people away from the rides, which I'm sure it will. So that's why I think the rides will still be open and stuff. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't. I, I don't know. I, I don't I've never been to Horror Nights uh here, so I don't know how it works. Cause you know like Knott's Berry Farm, when you go to Not Scary Farm, like not everything is open. Yeah. Because they have all of the haunted man- haunted houses sent up or whatever. See, I'm but. not even worried. Cause I know we're gonna have enough time to do stuff. Well, and honestly, Universal is just kind of like the bonus thing. Yeah, right? was like, it something that was planned at all? It just we decided. Yeah. So it is planned now. So we're staying so, at the Hotel Kihon Universal City, right? Which is literally, according to the map, 700 feet away from the front gate of the park. So I think we picked another good hotel for its location. I think so, too, um, without having to pay the crazy prices of the actual resort hotels, right? Like, those seemed pretty pricey. Yeah, this turned out to be a really good bargain. It's 175 a night for us. For me, have- um, for three, because we're staying there three nights, we got one room this time because this hotel had a standard quadruple, which means we all get our own bed. Woo! <laughs> I mean, they're tiny beds, but we all get our own. And um, for three nights, including taxes and everything, it is $661.38, which makes it about $200 a night. So. Um, and that's just typical of whatever we're staying at. So yeah, so it's and and the fact that it's so close to Universal is bonus. So that's something else we need to decide since we're in City Walk. That's where the hotel is. We need to decide about those tickets. So that's something else we're going to decide in November. We're going to do two days or one day, which so really doesn't do matter. Two days, we would definitely need to be in Osaka at our hotel earlier, right, to get use of the ticket yeah i don't care about that like if we go in at noon i'd be happy okay that's why i'm not worried about that but this is the thing so we're paying 20 dollars for three hours more so but yeah. let's get real we're gonna not get there till noon yeah 
By the time we get to the hotel, I drop off our bags. And then we go in at three. So we basically got three hours. That's what I'm assuming. So do we want to see City Walk? Do we want to go a little far from the hotel? Not that far? Or do we just go in? Because I'm thinking we just go in. But this is the thing with Universal in Osaka. You go in, you don't come back. If you Yes, I read that. They have no ins and outs. Yes. Which is totally bizarre. I don't so get weird. that. Yeah. It's so like, weird. Like what if you need to leave and go back to your hotel room because your kid is tired and <laughs> yeah, we're so no. spoiled here. Yeah, like, that's so weird. But you're there. Yeah, we're there. So I say we either get there and get in the park or we just plan on being in the park at three and go to the city walk. Although city walk never excites me either. So yeah, I was looking at their city walk. Ugh. But I'm sure there's <laughs> going to be other stuff around there. I mean, this is a major tourist hub here in Osaka. Yeah. Well, I'm not really worried. So whatever happens, happens. But we are going to need to figure it out because we're going to have to buy tickets. Oh, yes. We have to do that ahead of time, correct? Yes. So that's on the 29th. Now, on the 30th, we're going to be at Universal open to close. So everybody needs to deal with that now. So. <laughs> And this is another thing with Universal in Osaka. They seem to open before their published times. So that means we're going to need to go down there and get in line. Do you know what time they typically open? No, I have not even looked at that yet, to be honest with you. Me neither. That's a good question. Yeah, I'm going to write that down so we can look that up and then we'll know what time we should be there. Like what? You think like an hour before open? I say an hour. I don't think they're going to open that early. Yeah. Because, And I'm sure we're not going to be the only ones in line because of Nintendo opening. <laughs> Yes. I mean, that's going to be a big job. This is the first Nintendo area in a park. Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I know. I'm so nervous that that's going to make it crazy. People love uh, Nintendo. I'm not worried. I don't know why. None, none of this is worrying me yet. I'm just... I won't be freaking out until we get there and see these giant lines. Yeah, but you know me, like, you're more like, it'll work out. But you know me, like, we go to Disneyland together and I set my timer to get my next... Max pass and I <laughs> and I'm completely stressed out about where we're gonna sit for the parade and where we're gonna sit for Phantasmic and I wanna be like right in the front and I don't want anybody else to have better seating than me. So like this stuff stresses me out. I need to know exactly that everything's gonna work out for me. <laughs> don't worry, it'll happen. We got we got a day and a half, so I mean come on, we can do it. So the 29th and the 30th, we're going to be Universal. And now we're into October. October 1st. What are we going to do this day? Um, We're doing Kyoto. But you'll have Kyoto. to explain what is going to happen in Kyoto. Well, Kyoto requires a train ride. And what kind of train will that be? Oh, is that the bullet train? That's a bullet train. Oh. Bullet train to Kyoto is only about 15 minutes. And we just paid $300 or roughly $300 for this JR Pass. So guess what? We're going to get our money's worth. And also, this is the thing with the JR Pass. $300 might sound a lot, but we can do JR trains everywhere. So like when we go to Tokyo, everything we do, we're going to make sure we get on a JR train. Because we've already paid for this JR Pass going to Kyoto. Osaka, that's almost $300 right there. So it's like we would have been nickeled and dimed getting on these other trains. So Yes, it's but if we pay attention, yeah. we'll make out good. So we're going to Kyoto for half a day. And the one thing we're going to go do, like everybody else goes to do, we're going to go to the Fushimi Inari Tayashi Shrine. That's one with all the red Tori gates that goes all the way up the hill. 
So, you know, we're going to be those basic people doing the same stuff everybody else does. And there's a lot to do in Kyoto. I'm not going to lie. I started looking at all this stuff and I'm like, uh, we can't do this in half a day. So we're going to do our best because there's also a Kinkaku Ji Shrine. That's the Golden Pavilion. That looks really fun and interesting because the whole building is covered in gold leaves. So it shines really bright. And then another one that I really want to do is called the Hihan Jingu Shrine. And I'm sure I totally said that wrong, but they've got a boat ride through that one. I guess there's like canals in Osaka. I don't know. I think the boat ride is only during cherry blossom season. That's what I can't figure out. Cherry blossom season. I believe it's like in April. But that boat ride in the book picture looked really awesome. And I started looking at it. I was like, oh, this could be really fun. So we're just going to see what we can do. There's also the, the shrine to all the dead monkeys. Although that looked really small, like you just walk up to it and that's it. Like it's just like a card almost. But I still think that would be weird to see <laughs> because it's dedicated to dead monkeys. And there's also a used kimono shop I want to go check out. There's three of them in Kyoto, actually. And I think that's something we should definitely go see. And then we're going to have lunch in Kyoto. I don't know where that'll be. So we're just going to have to find a place because you know there's all those food places all over the place. And then we're going to get back on the bullet train and we're going to go to the Dontenbori. That is their like little river walk touristy spot in Osaka. And it's where all the big giant neon signs are along the river. And we're going to do the Tombori River Cruise, which is all in Japanese in about 20 minutes and less than $10. So tell me how hilarious that's going to be. <laughs> and I that think... one sounds, it's like goes every, was it every half hour it goes out? So it's not yeah. like, when you said river cruise, I was like, oh, we're going on this like fancy we're probably gonna be on some little boat we're gonna be scared that's gonna sink so let's like the jungle cruise boat yes just (laughs) like the jungle cruise yesterday that's totally what i'm imagining by the way but the best part about this cruise is where do you think you get those tickets for and get on the boat at where i believe it's in front of the don quixote (laughs) so that makes it even better so now we've been to the Don Quixote stores like 12 times and we've only been in Japan a couple of days. Okay. Right. No, <laughs> the, the Don Quixote in Osaka will actually be the first time we're going to be in one. Okay. Because the one in Ginza, it's kind of far from where we are. And I even, I don't want to walk that far to do it. It's not even worth it to me. So we're so going to do the river cruise. We're going to do that 20 minute little ride. And then, then we're going to have some street food. Some street food. Some street food because that's all it is. And it just looks amazing. And you said there was a Ferris wheel there? There's a Ferris wheel on top of the Don Quixote. You get a free ride with any purchase. Uh, Let me see. No, thank you. Yeah. Oh, it might be fun. Uh, We'll see it all up. I'm afraid of heights Uh, and Ferris wheels freak me out. Don't be scared. It'll be mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. So we got dinner. Oh, and apparently you can have beers and drink and walk around with them. Oh, nice. I'm pretty sure I read that. So we're going to have to try that. And then, so that's our night, the river walk, seeing all that, taking pictures, being our typical tourist weirdos. So, I mean, hello, that's what we're there for. So then now we're on to the second and we're going to get up. And this is where something else everybody needs to decide. Well, We need to spend at least another half a day in Osaka because there is some stuff we haven't gone to see yet. We need to go to the Nambayaka Shrine. It's a giant concrete lion. I thought that one was the dragon. I thought it was a dragon too, but I'm reading it more. It's a lion. I totally thought that's what it was. Let me cross out dragon here and put lion. Yeah, it's a giant lion. And then... We need to decide, do we really want to see Osaka Castle? Because, you know, Bobby says, let's stay in Osaka three days. And I thought, okay, we go see the castle now. But now I look at the castle, I'm like, nah. Why are you nah? It's a castle. 
Just because I watched two YouTube videos and they weren't impressed. And they're like, it just got all redone and it's just no big deal. But because then there's also other stuff, like we can go to Ep5, which is another mall that has a what on top of it? What, Ferris wheel? There's another Ferris wheel in Osaka on top of a building. Oh <laughs> even, and I believe this one's even higher than the Don Quixote one. And also there is the Umida Sky Building, which is right near the HEP5. But the Umida Sky Building is an observation platform that you have to get to that is you go into the elevator and then you get to a certain height in the building and you get on an escalator that connects it to another building. Mm-mm. So this escalator is pretty much hanging in the air. So Have fun. I kind of think that's something we really got to do. Have fun. Oh, come on. That's going to be amazing. And then by this time, I think we should head back to Tokyo around noon or so. So this is our half day in Osaka. So once oh. we're done, we need to get on a train and head back to Tokyo. And everybody decides what time we want to leave. I just stay after lunch, but we are going to need to pick a train ticket. That's why, so we can get seats. Because I read sometimes you do have to stand, but not too often. And who wants to stand in a bullet train for two and a half hours? Oh my gosh. That's no. why we need to reserve seats. That's very so we have to pick a specific time and make sure that our day ends at that time. Yes, and we have to be back to the station. Okay, that sounds so. Well, this is what this is what's kind of stressing me out is because where will our bags be? Are we going to dump them in the train station in a locker, or are we going to leave them at the hotel? Have to go back to the hotel and then back to the train station. Well, how far is the train station from our day? Uh, other side of Osaka, I believe. See, that's what's kind of stressing me out. That, but I say we just go dump them in a locker. But so how far would we have to go to dump them in a locker then? I think it's on the way. Oh. That's something I'm going to have to look into. That's on. I've got the days planned out. I haven't figured out the train stations. How far? I'm going to write that down a little quick note here. Yeah, because we need to know. Yeah, you're right. Because we will be checking out of the hotel that day, which means that we can't really leave our stuff there. I mean, we could leave it there, but let me look at this little map here. I'm kind of curious. Okay, so that is our Osaka trip. I'm kind of glad Bobby said let's do an extra day there because now we get to see this other stuff. It's not that far. Do we need to be back to Tokyo at a certain time for anything? We don't have a certain time because those days are kind of in flux right now. But this is the thing. If we get back to Tokyo, we have to get to Tokyo Station and then we're going to go to Shinjuku. And this is what we need to decide we're going to do. Do we do the Tokyo Metropolitan Government Building, which is another observation deck, which we already did one today. So we really want to see another one, but it's in a different city. Um, That's open until 11. Or do we want to go to Park Hyatt? And what happened at the Park Hyatt? I don't know. Something about Lost in Translation. I don't know something if I ever about- saw that movie. Oh, you need to watch it because I can live out my Lost in Translation fantasy of drinking in that bar with Bob and Charlotte, the New York bar. And it's free before 530 if you get there. And you know, because after 530, there's a $25 cover charge. Okay, so I'm going to write, watch Lost in Translation. Yes, watch that. Please <laughs> like, watch I don't that. think I did, but. I'm sure you did at some point. Maybe. And that's all we have so far. That's it for our first couple of days. That's a whole lot of stuff to go do. All right. So our next episode, we'll talk about what's next. What's next is going to be Shinjuku and Harajuku and Shibuya. 